I'd like to thank the Lord for allowing me to be here for another Holy Sabbath day. I'd like to thank him for blessing my family and blessing you and all of your families. And I certainly pray that the Lord would bless those of you who will be listening to this presentation by way of our website, that he will bless you and your family. And also he will be with you as you continue to seek out his truth. Uh, and that you will find understanding, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, and you will be successful in bringing God into your life. I thank the Lord again for blessing our little church, uh, our body in Christ, as we continue to work to uncover the truth that has been buried for nearly 2,000 years, as it is indicated in the book of Isaiah, chapter 24, verses 5 and 6. I have the opportunity today to talk about something that is so very, very near to me, so very, very important, and that was so essential to me finding God and really coming to the point where I've come to now as far as his word is concerned. And that is discovering my true identity. As a black man or an African-American, as it is stated in this country, before I could only go back as far as a small town in Arkansas, Clarendon, Arkansas, as far as my roots were concerned, that is where my grandparents lived. Like all other blacks or African-Americans, I was told back when I was in my teens and in my 20s, that my heritage was in, was in Africa. But as you all know, Africa is a large continent. There is a multitude of different countries and nations in that continent. So specifically, where did, did I come from? In college, I met all kinds of people. You know, the United States is a melting pot of different nations. I met people who were British. They could point to their homeland, Great Britain. Canadians could say, I'm from Canada. Brazilians from Brazil. Germans from Germany. But where could I say was my homeland besides the cotton fields of Arkansas? So in 1972, the Spirit of God began to work with me. I was a junior in college, young man of about 21, 22 years at that time. And I began to read the King James Version of the Bible. And do you know that spirit brought me to the book of Deuteronomy? Deuteronomy chapter 28. And as I began to read that and read it over and over and over again, understanding started to come to me. And I began to realize that there was certainly more to my heritage than just being colored, or as they used to say, a Negro, or black, or even African American. That my heritage went back all the way to the land 
of Israel, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now, let me share with you just some of those scriptures that I, that I read found in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 28. I want to begin reading with verse 30. It says, Thou shalt betroth the wife, and another man shall lie with her. I want to stop right there. Now, I knew that that situation and condition was related to one particular situation in this country, slavery, where the slaves that were brought over were nothing more than chattel. They were property to the masters. And they could do whatever they wanted to do. So indeed, they could come and take a man's wife and make her his own if they chose to. And that is something that is only consistent to the slaves that came over from Africa. All right? Let me continue on. I want to read in verse 32. It says... Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people, and thine eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in thine hand. Once again, I knew that that was something that was consistent with slavery that occurred in this country. That young children were taken when they were infants away from their parents and sold to other plantations, to other masters. That was only something that was consistent with the so-called American Negro or African American, a black person. Let me read another scripture for you. Uh, here in verse 37, it says, And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all the nations where the Lord shall lead thee. Well, I knew well indeed the characterizations associated with black people. Shiftless, lazy, got rhythm. All of these different things that were negative connotations. The Jim Crow logs, separate bathrooms, separate water fountains, separate restaurants. You all know of Rosa Parks who refused to go to the back of the bus. And then also, I read this, and this was quite profound. In Deuteronomy, again, it says in 45, Moreover, all of these curses shall come upon thee, and shall pursue thee, and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed. Because thou hearkenest not unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to keep his commandments, and his statutes which he commanded thee. And they shall be upon thee for a sign, and for a wonder, and upon thy seed Forever, it says. Do you see? The Lord said it's going to be on your seat. And so I knew that the curse had been not only put on our forefathers, but also it was on their seat. And so I, through the Spirit of God, realized again that my heritage was much more than just being the, the great, great, great grandchild of slaves. See, my grandparents, their grandparents were slaves. But it went back as far as Jerusalem to the promised land, 
to the children of Israel who were what? A peculiar people unto the Lord. And I was very pleased to hear that. But I was even more pleased when I read on in Deuteronomy chapter 30 because the Lord said here, beginning with the first verse, it says, And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon thee, the blessing and the curse which I have set before thee, and thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations with the Lord thy God hath driven thee, and shall return unto the Lord thy God, and shall obey his voice according to all that I command thee this day, thy, thou and thy children, with all thine heart and with all thy soul, that then the Lord thy God will turn thy captivity and have compassion upon thee, and will return and gather thee from all the nations whither the Lord thy God hath scattered thee. Now, I had great hope then. Because God, although I had been cursed, I had an opportunity for blessing. To be gathered together with the seed of Israel. I knew then that my heritage was indeed the lost tribes of Israel. As all of you are too. And so I began to act peculiar. I separated myself from the first day or Sunday. And I began to keep the seventh day, the Sabbath day, as God had commanded his children to do. I had nothing more to do with Easter or Christmas, but I took hold of the Passover, the Pentecostal feast, and also the tabernacles and gathering. I knew that these indeed were my heritage. And that all these meant something, because indeed I wanted to pass over from this condition, this, this state that we're in, into life. I wanted to receive those Pentecostal reigns just as the disciples received, so that this body could be changed. And I wanted to be a part of the marriage supper of the Lamb, that great gathering when God brings his people in. And so I began to, to change my life to work to be peculiar, to be a part of that royal priesthood that God talked about, to be a part of that great nation of Israel. And so uh, it was quite uh, dramatic and quite an experience when the Lord touched me and I picked that Bible up and started to read it. And now... In conclusion, I look for, again, that great promise that God has made to his children. And what did he tell the children of Israel? What did he say in the book of Isaiah, chapter 58 and 13, that promise that he made? He said that he would cause us to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed us with the heritage of Jacob. Amen.